it's important to highlight like before I begin that for the last three years I have been in therapy and it has helped my professional career grow in so many ways so I want to be able to talk and be real with students about your mental health resources that will allow you to succeed so much in your career. I'm going to talk about the stats and the attention I've gained this week. Started out with me hitting up about 80 women that I've watched growing up to be the strong women they are now. So let's get into it. After I started to share these really cool women's stories, I was flooded with about roughly, I would say 500 to 1000 messages this past week. And it's been so insanely hard for me to hear them all and try to figure out and navigate this and balance while I work for like 20 professional organizations and do all these cool things. And I just also want to say like, there's a reason why I'm so successful, right? I work for 20 professional organizations. I've been told before you got to narrow in and focus on it. Why do I have to narrow in on something? There's a reason why children are more successful in sports. If they're a multi-sport athlete, well, I'm a multi-sport camera operator. And that's a unique perspective that I have to offer and bring to the workplace. These people really made me feel encouraged. Some people I hadn't talked to in, I don't know, maybe seven years or even longer, where I basically started out by saying, hey, I miss you. I want you to know I see you killing it. I think you're a strong woman. Like, so I've had 55 profile viewers on LinkedIn over the past 90 days, which to be quite honest with you, that's a little low for me and my network, but that's really cool still. My post on LinkedIn had 1,112 post impressions on LinkedIn alone. I've grown my LinkedIn post impressions by 256.5% by just being a little more active and vocal about really cool things in my network. My followers have grown 0.7% the past seven days. I've had 33 search appearances this previous week. I was scared of not following people back on Instagram, but nobody unfollowed me. And it went from probably like, I don't know, maybe 40 or 60 followers to now over 140. And it won't stop because I keep being really uncomfortable in places like Trader Joe's, giving out my business card and telling students I can recognize that are just trying to hustle and stuff in Target and overhear them talking about what it's like to be in college and stuff. And I'm like, hey, check this out. Like I'm trying to do something really cool. Every post I've made on the podcast Instagram, I have gained the attention where every single story now I'm posting, a professional tennis coach is liking it, a former D1 tennis player, a national tennis champion, ITA doubles champion, professional pickleball players, health and fitness coaches, tennis coaches in LA and widely across the United States, former WTA players that were in the top 140, top five NCAA players, USPTA, elite coaches, seven-time All-American players, players on their comeback tour, Scope Sports, professional European pickleball tennis players, 24-year-old pro pickleball players, gym and fitness gear companies, teachers, nurses, my mom and dad, my brother's sister, my like not my spouses, but spouses, <laughs> police officers, nurses, doctors, analysts, accountants, contractors, moms, dads, brothers, sisters, fiancés, girlfriends, boyfriends, people that are just human beings trying to make it and have fun while doing it. I'm going to be reading a lot of things that I have basically journaled the past three years because Recently, a lot of colleges and schools have reached out to me. My older cousins I looked up to are able to look at me in pride and their kids are able to look at me in admiration. And it's not just my cousins, I'm just shouting them out. But I think that's really cool. So it's important for me to have my network because I know this is kind of gonna get attention because um, it already has. So let's talk about it. Um, and there might be things I say that people don't agree with, but I think the message is bigger than myself. 
I work for one professional baseball team, three professional hockey teams, three professional basketball teams, one Grand Slam tournament, one internationally revered sporting event, one professional women's soccer team, one professional men's soccer team, one nonprofit organization, one professional golf tournament, two commercials, insane amount of national championships, two networks, three streaming services, and the list kind of goes on and on because stuff just keeps happening. So let's break that down. It's totaling over 20 major organizations in professional sports, and I'm literally just getting started. It has literally only been (laughs) 84 months since I picked up my first camera eight years ago. It's only been 31 months since I graduated. It's only been 21 months since I got my first job in professional sports because I had really cool people who took a chance on me and helped develop me because they asked me the burning questions to help me grow. And I asked them back to them, said, what can I do? What, how can I be better? And that's important to note that I was rejected time and time again, but I had great parents and people behind me to push me to go for it. And while you might not have people like that, you need to find the support you do have and lean on them in order to succeed. Let's talk about how I had zero connections moving to an unfamiliar state right out of post-grad because the state I was in wasn't really hiring. Why did I move to Florida? Because I didn't want to wait to live the life I dreamt of. Why did I swim with sharks last summer? Because I didn't want to write a bucket list one day just to throw out on my way to the grave. I'm not going to deny it. I know I'm a smart person, so let me teach you because I have a lot of great ideas that I have been trying to figure out how to utilize them, and this will serve as my creative outlet to focus on my very cool career that I've built for myself in support with the people surrounding me, while also noting that I'm just a girl in her 20s who can't pick up the company car because she's not 25 yet. I'm about to talk about some heavy topics that have shaped me, and I invite you to take a step back if you're not in the mental capacity to use them. I pretty recently switched mental health counselors, and while both of them are great in their own unique ways, I'm finally at a point where I'm like, okay, I feel okay, I'm okay. How can I help other people feel okay? I have a lot of close people in my life, and I think that's cool. So I'm about to talk about the heavy topics, The Long Island accent is going to keep coming out as I get more passionate. So I have followers in the United States, Puerto Rico, and I butchered that, (laughs) Ireland, England, Northern Ireland, Greece, France, Australia, really all over the world that support me via Facebook or Instagram or whatever because of the network and my family. So it's like, how can we get back to have fun while we're still creating and doing something really cool that we're not afraid to do. And I'm not talking about my experience at work. I'm talking about me picking up a camera when I was just a kid. I really can talk all over the place. So I have used writing as a tool to help me organize it. And I think it's easier for me to read things that I've journaled about over the past three years from my experience and trying to make it and change it to how that's relevant now and use that and just read it and stick to it. So here we go, the mission statement. I have always dreamt of working in a creative and collaborative field. And for the past two years, I've had the privilege to turn that dream into a reality. In my undergraduate degree, I had the opportunity to study communications media dedicated my focus to all three phases of production. Upon graduating, I completed an internship within the hospitality industry. And with an eagerness to break into the film industry, I was given the best advice thus far. You can't. With the words that fueled me, I continued to market myself in an unfamiliar state with no connections until I accepted a position with a professional baseball team as a camera operator. 
As I was hired on for one position, I was quickly able to learn five by the end of my first season, and with that experience came many others and a thirst to learn. So I write to you now, two years later, as an award-winning videographer and video editor for a really cool nonprofit organization, a camera operator for over 20 professional organizations, and the only woman in my department to tell you that I can and I want to continue this path of studies and skills with all of you. My ultimate goal is to help students while continuing to gain experience in the entertainment industry so that I can impart my knowledge to my students and just people I really care about in an effort to ensure they know they can too. That was not a mission statement I came up with recently. That was the letter of intent that I used to get accepted into every single grad school and had them offering me scholarships, scholarships I want to highlight that were not large enough for me to be able to afford and go on my own, which is why I have decided that going forward, I'm using this podcast as my graduate degree. I'm using it to learn. And let me just tell you, it is definitely working because I had a charter school reach out to me. They said, we're going to relocate you. We're going to give you a bonus. We're going to give you a full-time salary, benefits. Uh, We really like your story. Like, we want to help you. And I was like, whoa, that is so cool. But I need to focus on this first. I appreciate you. Maybe you can let me know more about it. And then I can share that with my network and, you know, get that out to people. So... I have been placed into a very fortunate situation where I've been granted the ability to use my platform and my voice within my friend group to uplift each other the past few years while we have silently struggled and fought our own battles. I have been trying to navigate the overwhelming amount of advice that these men in my life have since provided me with throughout the very unique opportunities I have been granted by them. So it's very important to me to protect the privacy of the companies I work at while figuring out a way to establish a space where I'm encouraged to use the very valuable voice I've been inspired to use. For the past year, I've worked in this company silently, observing how a nonprofit organization works, how a really cool company that works in New York can possibly work in Florida. How can I understand the communication tactics, the 401ks, the FSA benefits, if that's what they're even really called? It's very important to me to highlight the men that have supported me within my department as the only woman and the youngest while also recognizing we have grown in this space together and that it was not always easy for us to navigate how to work together. So please, I wish to encourage you to bear with me a recent college graduate who's trying her best to navigate the scary world as I can figure out the ways to help American sports amongst my friends who are struggling to balance their own mental lives. Nine years ago, I lost someone very close to me due to mental health struggles He was my best friend, my brother, my cousin, and that affected me. He was my cousin who I loved so deeply while I walked the halls of an all-girls Catholic school that I was so fortunate to attend. It was my very own Barbie world, where every single position was filled by a woman. Varsity volleyball? Woman. Latin club president? Woman. President of Catholic League? Woman. Swim team lifeguard? Or perhaps maybe you were the nerd that played the accordion at your multicultural day assembly, but maybe that was also something everyone remembered you for and you were able to utilize your passion for showcasing your homeland in Ireland with technological tools people encouraged you to go for because here's the thing we were girls in high school who did not care about boys girls being a cheerleader or being a baseball player we were kids making memories and building these skills finding these creative passions we did not know that we had i was so fortunate and blessed to pick up a camera from a strong woman that I got the opportunity to do service for that gave me that blessing. She asked how my trip was to Ireland, and when I was so excited about this interest, she showed me a chance to highlight a talent, a fuel, and a passion within me that I didn't even fully understand about myself yet. When I was in Ireland filming that very cool at-the-time video, 
that I am still so grateful for. I was trying to make videos of my nanny and pop pop because I sadly learned at a young age, more people in my life are going to die. And just like how I was robbed of the opportunity to have all these really great pictures and videos with my cousin, maybe it's about challenging myself to try other things before I'm able to decide that that's right for me. I went on to graduate from an incredible community filled with strong women that granted me the space to go off and enjoy and build this incredible career who this week I've cried so hard with them trying to reflect on ways I can help back home and figure out you guys this sucks we're all just trying so hard and it's not helping how do we navigate this we were put in this situation where I only just recently realized that as much as I loved my college I was only there for one year full year as a student. I transferred in freshman year after I felt completely isolated in a school I felt pressured to attend. And it's so important to highlight, it's not a pressure someone else placed onto me, but one that I set onto myself. I set all these standards in my head from a preconceptualized standard I had set for myself within my undergraduate because of the things that had happened to me, like getting my first job, sexual harassment, college acceptance, sexual assault, college rejection, a crush, a heartbreak, an A on the test, having to drop the course. While yes, this happens to everyone and pressure is a privilege, it's important to highlight that that's exactly my point. It happens to everyone, so why are we not talking about it? I was this student who swam her entire life. I swam to the point I was on a club team, a CYO team, had a private coach from a foreign country, but maybe if my parents had been set up to know that being a multi-sport athlete is a really beneficial tool to young parents to understand that that could have changed things. But it's also important to recognize that we are big believers and everything happens for a reason, or you can do anything you set your mind to, which has allowed me to share these types of tools with my really cool friends that I have so happily watched them try to have a baby to now I have this awesome little cute chubby nephew that I love so much and not even by blood but by connection because I, I would be so ignorant to sit here and act as though I know everything the way I thought I did when I graduated. Students do not understand what they are doing. I graduated and most of the experience came from asking really important questions because I've been surrounded by such intelligent video editors, videographers, producers, directors, where I'm in this unique position where I'm able to recognize my ability as an intelligent, physically strong young woman who's just one of the older cousins who gets to drink wine at the kids' table now. And that's not to act like my amazing, resilient, strong aunts and mothers in my lives who were also really cool professionals in their lives shaped me because it would be wrong to have them cheer me on and not hype them up in return. It's important to highlight that I have challenged myself to become a critical thinker, to be in this position where I'm like, okay, Midwest Radio, they interviewed me when I was a kid. How can I relate that to something really cool that my cousins would get? Oh, cool. I can relate it to the importance of using audio in the workplace. Oh cool, I can talk about an amazing idea I had where I took the voicemails of loved ones who had passed in my parents' lives that were just sitting in their phone. I can find a use for this by using and highlighting this audio as a way to give me a learning opportunity to understand it as an mp3 file, then convert it and bring it into the Adobe suite in order to try to educate myself while helping my family with something I've so disheartedly had to watch them struggle with, having watched so much death and disconnect since such a young age. I can use speech as a tool, as a way to highlight that I'm able to say that I've been inspired to say, Ayo! 
Hey sister, Apple Dumplings, Barb's, or even MacGyver and Caddyshack as a tool to highlight that I listen and I make my friends giggle. I can use things that I have struggled with like speech and how it's so important to me. It's like, why is it? Well, it's because my mom fought for me because I should not have ended up in the education system that I did. I had a neurological disorder that I struggled with till I was eight years old. And it's important to encourage yourself and ask the hard questions. Like why does Bernadette still struggle sometimes with talking? Like that's why, because I'll say it, it's been so hard for me. I can't tell you how much I have cried this week because I started to see a shift in my life because I have created this safe space where students and people in my life feel that I've fostered this area where kids feel encouraged to speak to me because they feel safe with me. I'm in this weird position where I've been so blessed to network and meet really cool people because yeah, to you, I might be the younger, eager newbie who's ahead of herself. But I am that way because I understand the hustle that I've seen in fostering a relationship between myself and my education systems where I wanted the students to approach me, where I told my parents, hmm, my success will be measured by when one of my schools notices me and asks me to speak to the students. And guess what? I got to do that a few weeks ago and have multiple conversations with my college as well as my high school. And I didn't think it would happen that soon. We're in this weird phase of our life where we're trying to figure out how we as young professionals are challenged by how to figure out a 401k and trust your mom to know what she's talking about and then your dad be able to teach you about laundry. That right there, that was a technique. That's a valuable lesson to students in the way that they talk to themselves. I chose to put mom next to 401k and dad next to laundry because yeah, my dad is the one who does the laundry. He's the one who taught me about white vinegar but 10 years ago my mom did my laundry and now it's like i'm calling them being like mommy are these the softener beads you put in the laundry like to make my clothes smell really good at christmas like that's important i want to be able to target the strong women in my life and talk about things that i'm able to talk about with them just as i'm able to work so well in tangent with these men to be in this weird place where i was once bullied And we were once bullied for being tomboys and uncomfortable by boys calling us dude because we were so scared. That was all we were ever going to be challenged by, that perception. Where now we are like, oh my God, bro, did you see this game? Because yeah, there was a point in my life where I was the only girl who stepped on the baseball field with her brothers and she got bullied. But I also had really cool guy best friends who stuck up for me and helped me stick up for myself. And were like, hey, why weren't you at practice in six months? I'm like guys it's because the other teams are bullying me and they're like you should come back to practice that's cool i'm stepping onto a field with all these boys being bullied and like being scared to step onto this field where now it's like i'm in the position where i'm a woman who's empowered because i want the opportunity to step onto the field with the men and that's important because they have things they could teach me and i have things i could teach them it's like why am i discouraged to shy away from athletes and stuff like in my network I can tell you right now that there is a very big athlete right now who I've been told oh like you know don't even look at them like you know you can smile and be nice and things like that but it's like why am I being discouraged to shy away and ask them questions when I have access to them if I can do it in an appropriate way a lot of the athletes I've met have been so nice to me and I can tell you that there were points where I've filmed really cool people in the media where I was so shy and nervous and all these other people are screaming in their face 
And they saw me and they were like, hi, how are you? How are you doing? Because I was standing there with a camera nervous to even, even interrupt them. It's like, celebrities don't care. They want people to be nice to them. It's like, why can't we all be nice to each other? And it's like, you might think you know who I'm talking about, but the odds of you thinking you know are probably really slim. And I think that's cool. Like, I got to text my friends and be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you'll never believe who I just saw. And like, tell them. And it's like, I can do it in a way where it's like, I'm still protecting myself. And that's cool. I have surrounded myself with this community of extremely powerful women who have uplifted me and empowered me. I am sending a picture to my guy friend of the outfit I'm about to wear on a date. And I'm like, I hate the way that my shoulders look in this. I feel so insecure. And he responds and he's like, Burton, you look jacked. And I'm like, thank you. Like, you're right. Like, yeah, that is, I am jacked. Like, that's why I'm able to lift such heavy equipment. Like, and yeah, I shouldn't care. Like, if I look strong and muscular, like, that lets me do a very cool career that not a lot of people are able to do. Like, sure, I, I might have went on the date and the guy might have been like, oh my God, like, you're a lot more like than I thought. But like, who really cares? I never saw him again and he's not going to be in my life. Like, I don't care. I don't think about him now. I do right in this moment because I'm talking about it, but <laughs> like, I don't care. My friends have given me this strength where like, I feel inspired to achieve the things I do because they have uplifted me as well as my family, as well as my old retail manager, as well as my old hospitality leaders, as well as Every single person that I have met throughout my life, it's all because of you guys supporting me while I was really scared to move away. So it's obvious that I feel very passionate about all of this, and I'm really trying hard to have these extremely hard, difficult conversations that are so scary to me to the point where I'm crying every day because I feel so compelled that this is bigger than me, and this is beyond my control and my mental health, and it's like, I have the resources, I have the accesses, like, if I need help, I will be okay and I will get help for myself. Like, I'm not worried about that because I've done it before. So if I can highlight and talk about how really cool people that reached out and have supported me and sent messages this week, it's like, I'm calling my best friend back home who we were talking about how it's really cool that like, I didn't drink that much when I was younger because my friends felt safe enough that they could come to me and be like, Burn, can I have a ride home? Because like, you know, like, I, we, we've watched, sadly, like, we've watched, sadly, people in our lives die from drunk driving, and it's like, that affects a college kid, they don't want to get in the car with drink on them, that's really bad, and it's like, I'm getting to talk to my best friend down here, who she's like, yeah, every February, I'm sober to push myself, and it's like, someone else in my life recently became sober, like, that's so cool to me, and they just started going to therapy, and like, they're way older than me, no offense if you're listening, but like, that's really cool to me, and I'm so proud of them, like, I think that's awesome, and it's like, my friend is encouraging me, and telling me this thing is really hard for her, and while it might not be hard for me, it's like, okay, I can pledge to do that with you also, and then guess what, once we're done in February, being sober, we get to go out for my 25th birthday, like, that is so cool, I talk to my little cousins, I'm like, you guys should try to be sober for February too, like, Go to your bars, find the mocktails on the menu, find the soda on the menu. Like that is so cool to encourage like other kids that you don't have to drink. You don't have to be like, hey, let's grab drinks for a date. Like that is so cool. And that's so important. I have all of these ideas, like send me your stickers so like I can put them on my desk behind me and I can encourage kids to be like, hey, I'll get a P.O. box so you could 
you could ship me your stickers that you don't use and it'll challenge you to think like, hmm, maybe like I could go to my post office and like learn how to mail a letter. Like maybe they'll ask their mom, be like, mom, how do you put a return address? Like I had to learn, like, it's like, I can't tell anyone what to do, but maybe if I ask for the resources that haven't been available to me, maybe someone will see this and pass this on and be like, hey, I think this is really cool. And guess what? Maybe if this just helps one kid, I think that's really cool too. So let's talk about how three years ago, my mental health changed. And it's important that I share my story. And it's going to be really scary for me to talk about. But essentially, three years ago, I was very depressed. I was very suicidal. I was really scared. Like, I didn't know what I was going to do to myself. So I, I was like, I need to go to therapy. I don't know what I'm doing. And there was someone in my life very close to me who has since passed away who would send me messages like, you know, I love you. Like, smile in school today do this, do that. And it's like, yeah, like someone in my family might listen this and send it to someone and be like, I think she's talking about this person. But the reality is my family has lost a lot of people and that's really sad. So it's like, how can I reuse things that they have helped me do, help me make videos for my parents saying like, I love you, I'm proud of you. It's like, well, if I maybe if I make a video using all that audio and saying like, I love you, I'm proud of you without showing their faces, but just showing their voices, like, those are memories that will live on for my family that a kid might listen to who doesn't have like a mom or dad who's like, wow, like someone like loves me, like someone is this, someone is that. And it's like, I'm proud to talk about these things and I'm okay to talk about them because you guys have flooded me with an overwhelming amount of support. And it's like, I'm getting contacted by all these professional athletes that are really cool that I was scared of doing this, but my mentors, not my bosses, my mentors inspired me to go out and have hard conversations this week and be like, you don't have to be like in grad school, like to be a professor. And it's like all these guys I've been sitting down with asking their advice. It's like, I've been searching, like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I've been so confused. And I feel like this is like my calling. It's like, this is the way I can combine all of these messages from people that I have lost. And it's like, people shy away from these things. It's like nine years ago, like I lost someone really close to me and it has haunted me since then. It's like, how can I be, how can we be better? Like, so yeah, this might be really hard for someone in my life to hear and understand, but it's like, I've been granted this opportunity where really cool people in my life, I've been able to give back and help them and see a positive difference in their life and talk about really cool experiences that I've been able to do. I'm going to start to wrap up and basically say, I need to be honest. Like, messages from someone who helped me save my life even if I knew it or didn't I mean maybe I wouldn't have done anything and it's like they didn't even say go to therapy it was when I was trying to get into the military it was when I was trying to get a camera it was trying to do an interview and it's like they're telling me like things like I'm grateful for you and I know you are going to change the world so it's like how can I take that and channel it into creative energy in a way that my cousins are now blowing up my phone saying, hey, can I come down and stay with you for spring break? And I was like, oh my gosh, I would so love that. That is so cool. They don't want to go out and drink. They don't want to go out and party. They want to come and learn from me and do really cool things with their big cousins that I loved doing with mine growing up because people I worked with encouraged me to go for it. And I did. And it's like, 
she has this unique perspective on life that I don't understand yet. And it's the same lesson as a little kid who's looking up at me, getting me through online school during COVID, who she had no concept that like, she was helping me so much. And it's like, I'm going and texting my friends and be like, you'll never believe what she did today. But like, she made me smile so big while I was trying to study. Like, she's so cute. It's like, I'm like, what are you getting for Christmas? She's like, I'm getting a spaceship. And I'm like, that is so freaking cute. Like I played with spaceships when I was little. And like, that's why I'm so cool now. Like that's so important to encourage kids to have the creative space and freedom. Like there's a reason why my apartment is filled with Legos and old toys and stuff like that. It's because we're in this weird place where we're trying to catch up and make up for all of this lost time. I feel compelled. I want to help. Please, if you're listening, continue to educate me, but allow me the resources to show the kids in my life about the cameras I can't afford for myself right now. The laptop, I really need to teach them these programs to even just highlight small mental health businesses, whether it's clothing, stickers, Legos, or something fun that challenges them to think of creativity that makes learning fun for them. And it's like, yeah, maybe I should work really hard and try to save up my money and buy those things myself. But it's like, if I can show them that you have accesses to these resources and just ask because you'll never know unless you ask someone, nobody's going to know that you want that. Nobody's going to know that you need this, that you really, you really can't afford it because a thousand dollar camera, like that's really hard because you're just trying to pay your car insurance every six months that keeps going up and up. And it's like, you're struggling. Like, I need help. Why are we not telling them that they can take like Ikea furniture book and color in the pieces to help them better understand that and relate building furniture to building Legos? Like my little cousin, like I know he loves to do and I do, and then is able to tell me how he struggles with chemistry in his bio undergrad degree or how I encouraged him to take his Xbox back to school so we can stay in touch and do something for him that's fun while still being able to talk and him kind of tell me how he's struggling and how I can help, how he would FaceTime me in high school to do his homework while I'm analyzing film at the same time in college. We were both quiet, but we were there for each other in presence, and that's so important. If the parents invite me and adults allow me the space to sit at the table with them, I can go back with my glass of wine and sit at the kids' table and talk about all of these cool things and present the information to them as the older sister I know they're looking up to me as. To get the graduate degree I can recognize I can't afford to do right now, both mentally, emotionally, and financially, as I attempt to work full-time and see my friends. So please help me help you in all of these things. There is just as much value in an 80-year-old civil rights trailblazer as my adorable six-year-old neighbor who can't even grasp the concept of my age because she grew up as I was trying to finish 18 credits in two months because of online school during summer of 2020. And that is so important. It's important that I was at work the other day and a little girl looked up to me. She's looking at me in curiosity and wonder, wondering what we're filming. And all, all I did was smile back at her and wave. And then this little cute girl smiled and waved at me. And it's like, how do I know that she won't remember that when she's older? You have no idea the impact you could have on someone. Return your shopping cart. It might take you five minutes and it might be annoying, but it's probably going to save someone an hour of their day. Thank you for allowing me your mental capacity to share just a small glimpse of my story. It's important to continue to privatize my life going forward in order to continue to gain access to the resources you all need. 
please don't feel like you can't ask me a question. As we say, no dumb questions, but it might take me a while to get back, to be honest, because it's kind of crazy right now. And I feel this like becoming this huge thing and it's really fun and exciting, but it's also really hard and scary and I don't know what I'm doing and I need a lot of help and I'm open to the conversations if people will invite me into the room to have them because I also want to respect that a lot of my friends and coworkers and just people in my life, human beings are really busy and it's like I feel fortunate that I'm creating basically this platform. Yeah, my friends might be really busy with their own stuff and I'm really busy with my own stuff and we all are busy with our own stuff. But it's like, if I can place this info, I kind of always throw at them that they're so nice and supportive and uplift me. Well, yeah, I know they want to hear it and I know my family wants to hear it, but maybe I can put it somewhere where I don't have to throw it at them and then I can focus on really cool, important things like escape rooms and going to zoos and going to aquariums and going to theme parks with them and baking cookies at home while we're trying to figure it all out. Over the course of the next few months, I'll be highlighting different areas of my life. Shoot me a message. I'm trying to come up with surveys. I'm trying to come up with email addresses. I'm trying to come up with graphics of like really cool, sweet messages that people have sent me to show support. I'm trying to figure out sharing women's stories as well as the men that have continued to support us and uplift us and reach out and really just get to the basics of humanizing people in the workplace and it's been so much fun this has taken a toll taking a turn over the past few weeks it's like I feel so compelled to do this I'm really excited to have this creative outlet but it's like the other night I filmed for five hours and now I filmed for 43 minutes so we're getting better we're only going to get better and that's the whole point so please share this please you know pass out a note to your students if you're a teacher and be like hey let me, let me write down this message that says, smile, go do well in school today. This is what my students said, Vern. Like, can you highlight this? Like, that means so much to me, and I think that's really cool. So let's just be cool together. I'm excited to answer all the burning questions, but it's like so many burning questions that I'm like, well, you guys, feel the burn. I'm on fire. This is crazy. Like, thank you guys for, like, supporting me so much. And just know I've been really scared to do this. But like I said, if I could just save one life or encourage a kid to go for it. I think that's a lot cooler than me working for a really cool company. And to be quite honest, it goes against our whole mission if I'm not trying to help out too. So I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. I have a feeling this is gonna be bigger than I thought it would. And I think that is really the point. So I'm asking for forgiveness over permissions. <laughs> Work should be interesting the next few weeks going forward. <laughs> All right, bye guys, love you. <laughs>